0: Welcome to the Chelsea Fancast fueled by Guinness and powered by celery. It is the Friday night preview show. We're almost on time. It's only 10 minutes but we needed to have a bit of a rant. I needed to have a bit of a rant. It is of course Stamford Chidge here and I am joined by Mr Jonathan King.
1: You, you had a bit of a rant. It wasn't a rant. It was just a lot of sweary invective, really.
0: It's kind of normal behavior for me, really, to be fair. Isn't yeah, it? yeah,
1: it was except it was slightly louder than and more aggressive than usual. I thought we yeah. were going to headbutt the microphone, but you, you know, know if
0: it's... I if I've, if I've seen a lot of clients this week who are full of repressed anger, you know yeah. what happens is it goes yeah. into me. Of course it so does. So I need to ch- I need to like let it out. You see? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So yeah right. Go. Good, good, good.
0: Uh, how yeah. are you anyway? You're all right.
1: Yeah, good. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. I've had an interesting week. I've uh, I've um, uh, come to a nice conclusion about what I'm going to be do with. Um, I'm make- making a film. I'm writing it myself, and I've come to some interesting conclusions. So that's been fun.
0: I thought you were um, going to um, say, "I've, I've, I've, I've come. I've decided what to do when I grow up."
1: I think that's something as well. I ought to come to terms with actually. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, when you do, tell me so I can. Yeah,
1: I'm trying to work out what year it'll be. Probably, uh, <laughs> probably my seventy-fifth.
0: Oh, lovely, uh, but
1: good. Yeah, yeah. So thank you. I've had a nice week, other than, of course, the oh, uh,
0: football, it all. Right. The appalling,
1: the appalling idiocy of another away capitulation and performance like complete gareth's you know i just yeah.
0: uh, useless uh, gareth's we now have to when we we use the term uh, gareth to describe them we have to preface it with or prefix it with useless
1: useless gareth's okay yeah. hopeless, pusillanimous, hopeless pusillanimous you pusillanimous pusillanimous
0: wankstains i believe
1: i did that's one indeed what i called them we loved
0: clayton and i <laughs> gave it a listen oh i've done it again yellow card oh, yellow no! card i've done it again
1: uh, Clayton may not be on the on the show. Though I've
0: done a Britney. I've done a. It Britney. may not. He may not be on the show. You he might not be.
1: To, you just happen to be
0: talking to him. I could be making it all up. But anyway, yeah, uh, yeah listening to it before we went on air, and uh, I, I, we laughed at that. Actually, both laughed. Thank you. Though. Thank you very much. Yeah. So there you go. Anyway, yeah. um, moving swiftly along.
1: Yeah, we have a guest, who may or may not be Clayton. <laughs> and uh, uh, here's a clue, everybody. Answers on a postcard, please, as to who that would be and to what that theme tune is. It is, of course. Yes, you were right, first time, Mister. And he's doing a wobbly with his head. He's warming up. He's, <laughs> he's Yes, he's doing a lot of calisthenics <laughs> in order to prepare himself for his entry onto uh, the, onto the airwaves. It is, of course, Mister Clayton Beaman. Oh, oh.
2: Hello. Hello. How are you? I am very well. I actually calmed down since Wednesday, but then I read the script for the show and I got angry <laughs> all again. So uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm sort of uh, I'm getting ready to take my long run up. You're revved up, ready to go.
0: Yeah, it's funny because I mean, I literally I, I write them on my phone, as you probably figured out, and uh, I hadn't even looked at them since Wednesday, and, I, and exactly the same happened to me. I, I, I put it together, you know, when I finished work about. 2 3 today and immediately got really angry so, so I know exactly what you mean anyway uh, as we're going to be talking yeah just to let you know two parts of tonight first part talking about the Liverpool game part two previewing the Wolves game uh no um actually this made me chuckle um the the lovely the lovely people at TalkSport have put together a discord group for all of the people that are in their TalkSport fan network and uh, and I thought actually that's quite handy because these bastards don't usually reply to me when I phone them or email them, so I should be able to get a, a you know a, a steady stream of uh, of guests for the opposition view. And uh, I, I managed to message on Discord the lovely Dave. I don't know what the podcast is, but anyway, whatever. Anyway, he's failed miserably to do it because they're all out. He said, mate, it's Friday night, mate. And I, I haven't replied yet, but I'm going to say, well, this is what happens when you have a bunch of old gits doing a podcast on football, because none of us have got a social life to be able to go out on a Friday night. So it's all right for us. You youngsters, you youngsters are still going down the pub trying to pull in it, you know, so I can't wait to reply to him later. But there we go. So no opposition view, just the two part tonight. Um, which is more than enough i'll tell you what I've, we could do three parts of just the bloody liverpool game anyway um as ever don't forget you can listen to the show live
2: live
0: every monday and friday at half past seven by going to mixler which is chelsea hyphen uh, hyphen fancast dot mixler m-i-x-l-r dot com where of course you can join in the chat with all the lovely people there uh, by posting on the live chat page, uh, you can also, of course, follow us on all the socials at Chelsea Fancast and listen and subscribe uh, on Acas, Spotify, Apple, and all good podcast platforms. Make sure you leave us a beautifully formed Bridget Bardot like five star review. If you don't know who Bridget Bardot is, you're clearly young, but go and Google it. You'll find out. Uh, now, the other thing, uh, Patreon. We do have a Patreon site, which I still really don't understand how they work, like so many things in my life. Uh, But apparently it means that you contribute uh, a few shekels each month, uh, which uh, gets spent in the pub by us lot as a way of saying thank you for doing the Chelsea Fancast. Um, It's lovely, and we do appreciate it. I do appreciate it totally. It's very lovely of you. I love you all equally, whether you do or you don't. That is absolutely a fact. But if you do want to donate, it is patreon.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast, and if you do I may well eventually, uh, before hell freezes over, send you a Kerry Dixon banner. And, uh, of course, you get to join the Discord group that we've been talking about. Um, And if anybody wants
1: to donate to me, I'll pass it on to you.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's 10%, right? And if you want to donate to me, I'll give it to Jonathan, who can then give it to Chich. So that's 5% then. Yeah. Okay, uh, so uh, yeah, the Discord group,
0: which we were talking about a minute ago, um, lovely people, and many of them populate Mixer as well. And by the way, on the banner front, um, where are we now? We're in February now, aren't we? I've got the week off, uh week commencing the 12th of February. If I do not send you these banners that week, i.e. take a trip down to the post office, you have my permission to shoot me, okay? Um, YouTube. Yes, and I will get round to doing your YouTube uh, thing, yes. Uh, any, i have permission to shoot you too. Yes, you do. Anything else you can add to the list of Chid has been utterly shit for about a year? <laughs> yeah, you might as well have it out now. I'll think of something. Okay, you do that. Oh, dearie me. Anyway, right, uh, we're now going to talk about the, uh, the wonderful game against the mighty Liverpool of Anfield on Wednesday night. Um, I mean, without going on a full board rant, I, I'm going to try and start in quite a measured way. He lied. Um, let's talk about... I mean, you know, look, it is a fact, isn't it, really, that if Conor Gallagher, Connor Gallagher even gets a Stonewall penalty given by that utter bald prick Tierney after five minutes, it is a different game because we're one up. And I think you can equally say that had we um, been given the penalty in the second half... Uh, again, it would have been 3-2, and it would have given us a chance of getting back into the game. In fact, I actually wrote in my notes, as these boys will know, you know, we need to do anything to get back in the game. But had we got back in the game, you never know. But, of course, they weren't given, even though they were stonewall. And there are people yet to be discovered on the Amazon rainforest, other than the American commentators and pundits at at, at ESPN, who think that that they were both stonewall penalties. Fucking Rio Ferdinand did, Joe Cole did, Everywhere you look, people were saying... I mean, John Cross from the Mirror thought they were. Everybody thought they were Stonewall penalties. Apart from fucking Paul Tierney, JK. Now, not only
1: him, VAR as well.
0: Oh, well, yes, think, that goes I think without he's, saying.
1: He's, he's, he's very much in the Taylor mould. And his influence, because he's a one of the senior refs, if he says something isn't a foul, VAR will go with it. Because that's the status. That's his status. Unfortunately, that's what we're dealing with. Because... He was about three feet away from it, and he did that thing of waggling his hands around as, the, as if to say, "Yeah." No, in fact, his, his his was much smaller. Chidge is doing an enormous gesture as if he's conducting a a huge orchestra. I'd like to
0: conduct my fucking boot on his head, actually.
1: Yes, yes, but uh, but I I I do agree with you completely that it, obviously both of them were both penalties. So I mean, um, one can only despair and i think there was a penalty last night that was a very similar that in fact the 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 problem is, is i have to refer a lot to the press conference because um a lot of these things have been discussed in the press conference because um uh i presume i have a moment when i'm going to be doing my press conference but well, I'm, I, I'm if gonna... you'd
0: read the running order you would know this
1: yeah, i know i know I, but i i wondered occasionally because you do move it around or you do, <laughs> that, is you, you do that is true that is true a press conference and there isn't actually a press
0: conference <laughs> <laughs> well, I would like to keep you on your toes, mate. You know that. Well, I've really f- <laughs> kept
1: very on my toes. Um, but um, um, Poch made that uh, a complete excuse in the press conference. He didn't care uh, that the team weren't, were were terrible. He didn't. He wouldn't admit it. He said no. That it's all down to the referees' decisions. The game would have been completely different. And he put. He said that two days after looking at it, he's now even more. He now has a feeling in his gut of annoyance that neither was given. And I, I'm. I'm in. Inclined to agree with with everything you said at the beginning. The game would have been completely different, particularly the second one when Kunku, who is clearly a class act, yeah, let's let's be absolutely honest about this. He clearly is a. In the fact he got that goal was fabulous. With nothing out of nothing, um, so hit it but, it's um,
0: early, J.K. Hey, hey, who'd have who'd
1: have thunk it? Who'd have eh? thunk it? I, I, I couldn't <laughs> believe that that would actually happen. Yeah, bloody hell, um, and. Um, uh, and yeah, if uh, if we got that goal, we'd have been right on top of them again. And I think I think it would have been. well, I think we'd have scored again. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, well, because that normally happens in the kind of momentum of games. But um, you know, I speak as someone who's been watching since uh, nineteen. <laughs> so, um, consequently, I am not. And uh, I'm, I'm. Well, everything does it. All it does is confirm one's prejudices against uh, referees and Tierney in particular, who. I think shaved his head in order to be um, in sy- very sympathetic with. Well, he's, with
0: he he has to be a member of the the Gareth uh, the, the the bald Gareth referee well, club. Well, I
1: think yeah, because he yeah. he's he's clearly got hair. All he the worst ones pre-
0: are bald. You know that. All the yeah. worst ones no, but he's are not,
1: bald. He deliberately had his hair cut that yeah. short. If you look, yeah. he really has. He's not. He's got. You know. He's got enough. I speak as somebody with bald, you know, with with male pattern baldness, you know, and uh, I I find
0: that. Um, what well, does patent mean? It's shiny. A patent, patent, not patent. Oh right, okay. Would be, that would like, be patent. like patent. Call it patent anyway. Like shoes. Sh- See, not, it, yeah. is,
1: yes, it is. quite shiny. Yeah, yeah. Always shines the, the bit I, of. I flesh, should right?
0: shut the fuck up. Really, shouldn't I? Given present company. Yeah, gi- yeah, yeah.
1: Given given that two of us here are, are know. you know,
0: holistically challenged. challenged. Folicly
1: challenged as her suit as what you are oh, I um, don't know darling but know, also it says we have an enormous amount of testosterone don't we Clayton that's yeah. the reason Well, anyway how do you I, explain I, I, my
2: anger uh, and ranting only
0: when I'm round you John <laughs> <laughs> Clayton um, one of the thoughts I have about uh, uh, the match regarding the referees because uh, I like to wear a tinfoil hat frequently um, the referees are going I mean because you remember that Tierney was the ref that Klopp hammered into uh, a while back when he kicked up a stink about some decisions. Didn't want Tierney to referee Liverpool again. So that's clearly affected things. But it just strikes me that now Klopp's going, the refs will do everything they can to enable Liverpool to win the title. That's how it felt. I, don't, I, I Well,
2: we can look at the two penalties, and they were two penalties. Uh, had the situations been reversed, both would have been given. Um. I think that Tierney gave us nothing all night. I mean, Caicedo's Keis, a end for complaining, but that was never a free kick. He won the ball. No, he we, won the ball. Yeah. he. We got absolutely nothing no. all game. I mean, literally, we did not get a decision. Um, We were crap, but if you go 1-0 up, there's a different dynamic. Yeah. Exactly. You know, if you're winning, if you're cruising, you're three nil up, and then a team scores two goals in five minutes, it's a completely different game. Completely different mentally.
0: I said, I said so, on the Discord, I said on the Discord group that you know, no plan survives a punch in the face, and effectively that's what it was.
2: Yeah, and and I mean, you know, we all know our deficiencies, and we're obviously going to go into them in in some <laughs> minute detail. Um but the fact is that you know we're a mid table team we went to the top of the league you know arguably playing the best football at the moment and when you are in that situation not only do you have to play well but you also have to play on an even playing field yeah. which we weren't definitely and you there's no you can't guess what may have happened i mean you know, we were outplayed, and we deserve to lose. However, you can't actually make uh, a, a complete judgment in the way it's been dealt with. Uh, it, it is absolutely horrendously corrupt. It's ridiculous because there is ineptitude and there is corruption, and the, and this you can't. There, there cannot be any other explanation. There was a there was a penalty. I mean, I know that. Tottenham um when Liverpool played Tottenham they got sawn off on a VAR decision because the fourth official was making a pot noodle and you know just just lost the plot
1: Having a wank um, is that, is that, is that an, an alternative to having a wank is that
2: I I've got absolutely no idea I've, I've sort of not tried to compare the two two exercises um but i've lost my thread now i complete but i mean you know you you just you just look at the the penalty that that taylor gave jota yeah where he fell over 25 minutes after he'd been you know had been not clipped it is just not an even playing field it really is not i mean i know that we've got a couple of decisions but that that was just that was just bent
1: i was intrigued by the match of the day when one of the the pundits said oh well uh, he'd lost the ball. He he, he wasn't going to get the ball. He'd lost the ball as if somehow that was
2: uh, reasonable. Who, who was Gallagher. this? In Cuckoo or Gallagher?
1: This was the Gallagher one. This was the he he'd, he said well, he'd he said, lost the ball because, because somebody ball. bumped
2: into him. When
1: well, no, well, no, but but also it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? it, it it's not. Yeah. If you get fouled in the penalty area, you're fouled. If you're knocked over, it doesn't matter that the ball's no, no, a few it, yards.
0: No, it's, no, no, they're right, JK, because basically what you what you do, you just go and punch somebody randomly in the penalty box. But it's all right because they haven't got the ball. Exactly, exactly. You're right. I'm completely
2: wrong. Absolutely right, of course.
0: Just sure. ask Mickey Thomas.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's
0: true. <laughs>
2: that wasn't in the penalty area. That's true. <laughs>
1: No, and it's also a completely different era, chid. Where yeah. you could live. Well, that was allowed, wasn't it? Fact, you it was, could it, punch people without positively. Any punch yeah.
2: Whatsoever. Positively yes. encouraged.
0: Coach. Law, law twenty six. Yeah. Punching people after they fouled you yeah. energetically is absolutely yeah. permitted and, and coached. Coach, well coached in 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 that strategy. Um, Very well. I mean, you know, Clayton makes a good point, J.K. Uh, as do you. In the uh, Pusin and Alamos wank stain of a fan bite. Um, it's it wasn't. I just couldn't resist saying that again because it was a brilliant line. But we were. You know, we were basically awful. We were outclassed, outthought, and outfought. Didn't help that they were playing 12 men, but we were. Um, we didn't really compete at all in the match for more than about 15 minutes. And even then, when we did, we missed the chances as per usual. Um, well, Mudrick, Mudrick missed that one at the very beginning of fuck. the half. Didn't he? Can I write what I, I – I, times like these, because actually, you know, I mean, I know your fan bites are, are, are works of genius, but sometimes when I read the, – because the, I write the notes as live. You know, I write them as I'm watching the match when I'm at home. And live. And when I when I read them back, they sometimes they do make me chuckle. What did I say about <laughs> – there we go. I can't actually say this, but um, – I, I can't actually say this because it's the C word, which actually tends to populate my notes quite a lot, <laughs> funnily <laughs> enough. But Tierney books... Enzo. C en- word, it's, it expresses
1: it perfectly, unfortunately. But this is beautifully put.
0: This is yeah. beautifully written, even if I do say my, so say, say myself. Tierney books Enzo for a foul, harsh. And then Chilly for diving, also harsh. Tierney is being a bit of a Gareth, which I just thought kind of... something. Sub- anyway, the Mudrick thing, that's what we're looking for. It was second half, wasn't it? Beginning of the second half. Oh, here we go, here we go. Noni Gallagher Chirwell off. Mudrick, and Kunku and Gusto on. Hmm. Great ball, Moises. Sterling fucks it up. Great cross, Gusto. Mudrick fucks it up. Absolute dog shit. I mean, that's it, isn't it? Really. I mean, I mean, that's...
1: considering once again he is the fastest man in the universe, the fact that he once he got to it, the fact thickest that he man leant in the
0: back, universe, he anyway. leant
1: back. He I mean, yes, is. It's a. No football brain in the in the slightest. No, no brain. Um, uh, what did I want to say? I was going to say something. Well, Mudrick,
0: like something. Mudrick missed. I mean, you know, they were missing chances left, right and centre. I mean, there's this thing about Sterling, right? You know, I, I'm curious to hear what you, you think about Sterling. I mean, I, I, I found this off Twitter. Uh, CFC Johnny B, I believe. Lovely CFC Johnny B. Um, And I just put Sterling gives the ball away frequently. To be fair, most of them give the ball away frequently. But apparently Sterling loses possession 15 times per Premier League game on average. That's three clear of the next line in line. Cole Palmer, Gallagher and Mudrick, who both average nine per game. So I thought Sterling was poor again in a game where you need your big players to turn up fuck's sake, he used to play for them. You would have thought they would have some axe to grind. Palmer couldn't get in the game. Palmer couldn't get in the game because he's playing in the false nine. because fucking Pochettino wouldn't pick a striker. Now we know why. A more of that later. Madowake was like a rabbit in the headlights. The midfield oh. got bullied and the defence were culpable in the extreme. So all in all, it's a bit of a shit show all round, I'd say.
1: I think, though, I actually, in my fanbite, I said that where has the pressing gone that we did under Tuchel? And somebody um, attacked my fanbite and said... Tuchel never pressed, and I I, I lost the the the, uh, the tweet because I was going to. Hang
0: on. What 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 Tuchel never pressed. Yes, this guy said. Is he yeah. fucking blind or just stupid? I
1: know, I know, I, know. I was going. That's why I wanted to respond to say that's how we won the Champions League because they pushed everybody off to the touchline. That's how we beat Real Madrid because everybody pressed. And what what Liverpool did wonderfully is they had four man every time, four men every time we got the ball. Every single time there were four men and we could not deal with it at all. And that's it's one of the basic tenets, it appears to me, of of modern football is is what Barcelona started by doing. You get the ball back within 15 seconds. It's, it's what um, it's what Pep does. You just that once you see where the ball's going, you just send you get the ball back. You're in control of the situation. Get the ball back as soon as possible. They're playing that way. We have no idea how to cope with it. and We don't do it at all. So I'm absolutely bemused about what is happening in this team. We haven't got even the ability that even Bournemouth have got. You mentioned Bournemouth. Bournemouth are pressing excellently now. That's why they're winning. All right, it requires, I don't know, what does it require? An an enormous amount of energy. Yes, they have to have periods where they don't do it as much and they they don't press up to, all of them don't press. They move back, press from the halfway line, just the forwards press. They give themselves moments to breathe. But by then, they're two or three up. This is what we used to do. So this bollocks of this bloke saying Trucl never pressed. How did we win the Champions League? We won it because uh, that's what, what 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 we did. It's beyond we idiocy. Wonderfully accordingly around it. So at the moment we cannot deal with any. United pressed us in the Old Trafford game. Because the difference was was we managed to get the ball out from defence because they not they didn't play as well as um, as um, uh, what, what what the team we played last night. We, as Liverpool played. Um <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, I've driven it out. Who of my, am I? My head's <laughs> who am I? What am I doing? <laughs> who are you? I don't know. I Clayton,
0: I have no but not you. I've got no Why idea I've got no idea. Why do I
1: remember Clayton and not you? Who would you who wa- Mar- do you want me to be? I don't know. Could you be um Marco?
0: No, I can't do a Marco impersonation actually. There you okay.
1: But yeah, yeah, so
0: so I'll work on it.
1: it it's just well, once again this does tie into um what we're gonna, what I'm going to talk about in the press conference, because I thought the press conference was really interesting. What they mean, uh, the the
0: post Liverpool one or the pre Wolves one? Post Liverpool
1: one, the post Liverpool
0: one. Yeah, okay. Um, that I haven't scripted, so you you knock yourself out, as they say. I mean, look, we could sit here and we probably will, if the truth to be told, moaning and moaning and moaning and moaning and moaning and moaning, and moaning Clayton. Um, but I, 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 I do feel that we, we, to be fair, we should mention... And it's just perfect because we've got you on the show because we know what a, what a goalie expert you are. But there were there were two bright spots in the game for me. Uh, one was, was Petrovic. Um, the other was in Kunku's goal. But the, let's talk about Petrovic. Again, again, I refer to my notes. Um, which, you know, I mean, I know I'm prone to a bit of hyperbole. Um, great save Petrovic. Czech-like. That was the one he pushed round the post uh, to the left. Shot to the, his left. I, I just thought he was exceptional. Actually, I really, I'm so warming to this guy. He looks like a proper fucking goalkeeper. And you know, everybody says, "Oh, he's really young," you know, and we all know that goalies do tend to mature. But Czech was really young when we brought him from Wren. You know, he was yeah. about the same kind of age. Uh, Thibaut was the same kind of age. Why can't he be this good? I don't see why not.
2: Well. <clears throat> He is. He is very good. Um, if I have one criticism is he doesn't seem to command his area as much as Sanchez does. Um, but I would say his all round game at the moment is better than anything we saw from Sanchez. And I think the whole playing out from the back, he's superb, but he basically does his main job very well. and And, the defence look comfortable with him. Yeah. Uh, it's a shame the defence aren't comfortable. Um, yeah, no, he's he's a he's a real bright spark. I think the last time I was on, I you know, I made mention of the fact that there have been some successes in our, in our purchasing, uh, and he's one of them. Gusto's another. Um, you know, our scattergun approach of buying everybody is is not really paid <laughs> off, but. You know, you've got to eventually get a couple right. And they have. And, and whoever scouted and and bought him, um, hats off to them. Yeah, I mean, he was good. I mean, let's face it, we should have been five down at halftime. Um, he made two absolute worldies and they missed a penalty. And, you know, the the, the whole thing is just... is It's just inexplicable. I mean... As much as I am not impressed with our manager, I I don't know what he can do with what he's got. Um, I do actually wonder whether he could do slightly better because, I, as I said when we were talking before the show started, there are certain teams in, in the league who haven't got as good of players as we've got Um who are better organised than us? Who show more fight than us? Who show more passion? I think. I think the, the the worst thing. I mean, we we everybody keeps telling me we're a young team. We're a young team, and yes, we are. And I, there's no getting away from it that you know there's such a a lack of experience in that side. And you have to look and uh, sort of it starts with the owners. The owners appointed the the recruiters. The recruiters have, have sort of given the manager not a lot in terms of talent. Um, and and that team is, is crying out for experience. I mean, unfortunately, the only experienced players on the pitch at the moment um, aren't performing very well. I mean, Thiago just looks like he's not... I wouldn't say he's given up. I'd, ne- I'd never say that. He, he's a class act. But he looks all at sea, and I, I think it's perhaps because he's being partnered with one disaster after another. Um, that's no pun intended. Um, and Sterling, who I have to say that I have got a really disproportionate dislike of, and I, I don't, I don't say that lightly. I've, I didn't want us to buy him. I didn't think that Manchester City would let him go if he still had anything about him and you know one of the goals on uh, Wednesday night was due to the fact that well due to the fact we lost the ball but he just didn't track back he never tracks back and as you say he gives the ball away all the time and and I, I can only assume that he keeps getting picked because we have so little experience out there because he doesn't justify his place in the side as far as I'm concerned but insane that if he's if he's two competitors for that place a mudric and Madweki, um then you know well, he's got he's got a free pass for life hasn't he let's face it that's yeah, what happens i, mean, I just I, I despair i really do i just there's nothing happening out there it's it's going backwards and it's going backwards at a rate of knots well I, you know what? I'm going to say one thing
0: just to be a contrarian. I mean, I basically agree with you, as you know, you've, you've written what I've, you've read what I've written uh, in the in the whole thing. Um, but uh, about a couple of weeks ago, we were saying, "Well, big week coming up, massive test for Chelsea. You know, got to beat Middlesbrough in the second leg. Uh, got Villa in the cup. Uh, got Liverpool. Season will be over if this all fucks up." Well, we got a, a big win. A, a, a well-earned draw and a, and a tonking off the team who are top of the table. I think if you look at it with a bit of perspective, maybe it's not quite as horrendous as we're making out. But, as JK will rightly say, we, do, we are there. We do watch it with our own eyes. And I think, you know, one needs to take account of the emotional reaction. I don't know. I think there's a whole agglomeration of a perfect shitstorm going on with this. There's some really interesting comments. I mean, I mean, you know, to preface that, I would just say... You know, it is It is absolutely, it feels terrible at the moment. There's no doubt about that. Um, we're so far off it. That's what we, we look like. And we were not far off it when the owners came in. I mean, I know you can argue about the club going a little bit backwards under and we're not competing for the title. I know you could say all this, but we were not. we were competing. We were competing. We were getting to finals. We were competing. Maybe not winning the league, but we were getting in the top four. You know that that you know if you' if you're going to accept that football is a money game now that the prerequisite to be a big club is you finish in the top four, you get into Europe, you get the money for the Champions League, and you compete for 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 trophies. We were doing that. We are so far off that, and I think the recruitment, the ownership the players are simply not good enough. I think Poch like Clayton is saying, is also culpable um for whatever reason, but you know who hired Poch that would be the owners. Or bloody Winstanley and Stewart. Talking of which, there's some great stuff on Twitter, um, which I've nicked. Again, this is kind of in the moment. Uh, I mean, I couldn't go to bed after the game. I was just so fucked off. I needed to get the anger out. Anyway, uh, Chelsea News said, Paul Winstanley and Lawrence Stewart have not gotten enough criticism for the shambolic squad they've assembled. Stacked everywhere with inexperienced players who are not ready to challenge while skipping proper signings that can improve the club. I wholeheartedly agree with that. David Burns says, Paul Winstanley, performance manager at Wigan Athletic, match analysis at Derby County, head of scouting at Brighton, and you wonder why we are dropping like a stone from the elite level. Please spare me Please spare me the did well at Brighton. They've never been an elite club. Spot on. My favourite one of all uh, is Frank Leboeuf, who uh, I'm discovering is even more moany than I am, or ranty. Apparently he said this on ESPN. Uh, and I wholeheartedly, I agree with this sentiment. Uh, I, if I was a member of the Chelsea board, the first decision I would make is to sack myself from the bad <laughs> decisions we made to hire so many players and pay so much money. Uh, again, I said when Pochettino signed, I don't know what he can do. They have put a gangrene inside of the club. Totally agree, Frank. Um, what do you think, JK?
2: Hmm.
1: Hmm. Um. Once again, I have to cross-reference to the uh, to the press conference, which I don't know whether
2: uh, yeah, shall I just remember.
1: give you a précis of the press conference because it became really obvious listening to him blailing about with his inability to form sentences that made any sense at all. Um, but you could just take the odd nugget out of it. He thinks he's got a, a three-year job. Because he mentioned it, he said he didn't see what the problem was with being beaten by Liverpool. Because um, uh, when uh, Liverpool, when Klopp first came in, um, they they didn't beat. Uh, he he well, said he annoyingly, he said we we, we we yeah we yeah. we beat them four one yeah yeah I
0: noticed that which
1: I thought was absolutely appalling. Yeah. And he said within three years they were winning the the league and the and then they won the Champions League. And I got the impression from his smirking not as in i would have said to him, it's no smirking, thanks very much um a smirking no, this
0: is a no smirking center no, no
1: smirking zone exactly no no smirking presser the <laughs> i would have I, well, the impression I got was that he was going uh and what he said from the very beginning was if we'd had the penalties that were stone stone clear penalties um the game wouldn't wouldn't have been like that at well, all we it's we, just, we said
0: know, that too to be fair.
1: We did, I know, but but he didn't say that he said they were better. He didn't say we played badly. He did admit later on to there not being um a team in the side. He didn't feel they were a team yet. Um and he was trying to make them into a team. But the very fact to me that he mentioned Klopp having three years makes me think that he's been been told it's not this season, it's not the middle season, it'll be the season afterwards that you need to start
2: proving yourself. He so he's um, only got a two year contract, Jonathan.
1: Okay. It'll be two years within two years then. But still, that was the I, I felt he was resting back on that. Um,
2: but you know, sorry to interrupt you, but I, I want to pick up on, on that 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 we comment about Tottenham. Yeah. And it's one of one of my concerns is the fact that even after we got to Wembley. He didn't come out on the pitch and go towards the fans. He th- there, there has been, I don't know what it is, and I don't know whether he thinks that the fans don't like him because of his previous employment, but there has been absolutely no bonding with the fans whatsoever. And, and it's not a question of the fans don't like him. I think the fans are completely and utterly ambivalent towards him. I don't think, you know, when, when we basically got Potter, and I think people were willing to give Potter a chance at the beginning, um, there was animosity because obviously he replaced the beloved Tommy T. Um, obviously, Frank had his bomb with the fans. Um, this guy has done nothing to to, to build up any sort of, relationship with the supporters is there's that you know i can't remember there was another game at home it might have been the quarter final after we beat newcastle in in the in the carabao the atmosphere in the stadium was amazing after that The after the penalty shooter and this that and the other and again you know the players all went to the fans and were doing their lap of honor which if i remember rightly was mocked by the the media but he was nowhere to be seen and Okay, he's not been there a long time, but what are we? We're now six, seven months into his reign. And there doesn't seem to be any attempt to to bond with the fans. And I I do think that one of the problems was he he was so laissez-faire after the, the, the appalling penalty decisions. You know, if he would have come out and said, Okay, we didn't deserve. You know, we didn't deserve very much from that game. But bloody hell, we would have had more of a chance had we not been shafted by the referee. You know, not obviously use that terminology, but if he would have said that, then the fans would have thought, "Great." You know, he doesn't one-
1: ever do that, Clayton. Yeah. He doesn't ever, ever have that kind of emotion. That's not been. I don't think well, he ev- even did that but, with Spurs. I don't that, think he. That's fine. He doesn't isn't criticise that? the yeah, refs. That's just been that's him. That's, you
2: know? That that's that's my that's my mistake. Then if he if he never has, ever does that, but the the fact is that that one of the things is that you know Klopp when they had the appalling decisions and you mentioned the thing about Tierney, you know he got on top of him. He basically made it difficult. What Fergie used to do, what Jose used to do, too cool. Uh, you know, it basically puts pressure. On the referees. Well, it, it, Clayton, if, Clayton, if, it, you do, if you do nothing, yeah, you get shafted. But it does more than that.
0: And I mean, this is the point, isn't it? It's, I mean, you know, we're talking about, you know, the Chelsea versus Liverpool match, the Liverpool versus Chelsea match, and of course, Klopp's in the opposite dugout. And whatever else one thinks of Klopp, um, he is he is he is perfect for Liverpool. But he is a supporters' manager because he gets that. He he understands that he is the figurehead. And the leader of that club. And that he has to stick up for that club. And he knows that the club is the supporters. As well as the players on the pitch. And the dickheads in the boardroom. He gets that. And actually all the great managers do. And they are like they are like cheerleaders. They are like warriors. They stick up for everybody at the club. Including the supporters. And Klopp. That's why Klopp has been so successful at Liverpool. He is perfect for them. And we've had it. We had Mourinho. Mourinho would fuck with everybody and we felt great about it and it and it circled the wagons and we were four square behind him and you absolutely loved it. I think Tuchel was cut from the same cloth. Um I mean interestingly the the the, the, the antidote to that is uh is, is Carlo Ancelotti, who was completely not like that at all, and yet we all loved him. And, and it's quite interesting to figure out in a way, well why if he wasn't that kind of a manager but you know, I do think I do think that 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 these kind of managers just bond with the with the supporters and they represent the club in every facet of it. And and it makes me think Clayton that Pochettino like half of that fucking team are just there for the fucking juicy contract that they're sitting on the money. You know, that's well, what you, it feels you,
2: like. You 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 don't you don't really get any other impression. Yeah. Because it, you know, that the the one thing and you said it at the beginning that, that we were out for. There's no fight in this team. There's there's nothing. There's no heart. I think the last time I was on the show, I I I think one of the problems, and I I just have to cut in here and say I apologize to Claire McConnell, who I know was dismayed by all the moaning on Twitter on uh a Wednesday, and if she's still listening tonight or still listening to the Fan Cup. I do apologise because it is a bit of a monathon, but you know, this is not a team. There's, there's, it's just not a team. There's no, no players go up to the other. No, you don't see anybody going up to younger players. You don't, there's no camaraderie. There's, I can't see it. I just cannot, I cannot see anything out there, Jonathan.
1: Thank you sorry to interrupt by putting my finger up but I just wanted to say I think the one thing that we I stated earlier which I think was really really important in this game was that we were completely outclassed and and I and I felt an enormous sense of panic about the team because they could not pass the ball because of the press they could not cope and and so it's not a question of fight They were so completely outclassed by the way that Liverpool played that they they couldn't do anything. So it almost becomes, what's the use of attempting to do anything when everything we do, they get the ball from us? And you know, say 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 what say what you're going to say.
2: No, I I I, I was going to say fight. I don't think you're 100 correct. You're 100 correct. And this all goes back to the fact that we are a very young team. We're a very immature team. We can't cope in these circumstances. And basically, one of the things that was really, really hacking me off on Wednesday night is not the fact that Liverpool are a great side. Liverpool are what we aspire to be. Liverpool are what most teams aspire to be, apart from Manchester City. You know? So this is not to say that we did not play a great team. OK? But the point is... That I'm sorry, this isn't a surprise. No, what, what have they been doing? What have they been preparing? It's not like, oh Blimey, I never knew Liverpool were gonna play yeah. like that. God, that God, In which case, is that not, not the, not the manager's field? Is that not the manager's fault? Well, yes and no, but we were
0: talking about this before we went on air, weren't we? It's chicken and egg. I mean, for all we know, he is telling them this, he is drilling them in this, but they are either not capable of it or ignoring it. And we've seen this happen down the years at Chelsea, and I've got a theory that they all think that they're Billy Big Bollocks because they've been signed on big contracts and are at an elite football club, but they've not done any of the fucking work. It's a bit like being handed a fucking Lamborghini, no pun intended, when, you're, when you've when you just passed your driving test. We all know, we all drive. We can remember when we were... I mean, I actually passed mine later because I was a lazy, sodden, long story, won't bother you with it now, but... You know you know that when you pass your test, that's when you start to learn how to drive. You haven't made it. None of this fucking lot have made it. They've not won anything. They've not proven anything. They are not Billy Big Bollocks. But they've been treated like it and handed contracts to suggest that they are. So I wonder if they just go, yeah, 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 whatever. We'll just do what we're going to do. Well, if you do that, you get your fucking ass handed to you on a plate by good teams like Liverpool. So I, I wonder if there's a bit of that going on.
1: You hope it would be a lesson, wouldn't you? You hope that they would go... Um but we couldn't get the ball and all they did was press and we need to attempt to play like that and but then JK, JK, JK. But... Chel
0: Chelsea used to play brilliantly against Barcelona when they couldn't get the ball, back when Pep was the manager of Barcelona. Ask yourself why.
1: Well that's true because well also they had a, a plan of how to deal with
0: it. Yes. But they that executed the it. Yes because they thought the manager knows what he's talking about more than we do, so we'll do it. And they have players and with more maturity tell... experience to do that as well. Sorry, Clayton. Yeah, but. and you,
2: you're 100% right, and you can't tell me that there haven't been teams who have stifled Liverpool this year. Yeah. I've well, played F- in Fulham, the... Fulham nearly robbed them blind yeah. up there, didn't they? You know, so the, there have been other teams. Now, it might be that on that particular night that... Um, that they were as good as they've been. I don't I don't know, but what were they playing? Well I think you know, I think I think that was the strength of the opposition. I mean But we we are weak and
0: soft. We are weak and soft. Many, many ex pros have been saying this about this Chelsea team. So one would therefore assume that there might be some veracity in that. But I think we have a we have a weak mentality and a soft underbelly. Which goes back to your point about they don't have any fight, Clayton. I mean when I, I think, was you know, go on, go on.
2: No, I was just going to say, for what, for whatever we talk about, I talk about experienced players. Kilwell, that guy. was the worst forty-five minutes he's played for the club. If he's not fit, don't play him. I mean, you know, I know we're down to the bare bones, but I mean, I felt sorry for him. I really did. He he was everything he did was bad, and mm. as I say, we are not doing the basics I don't you know I'm not out there I've got no idea what it's like to play against that Liverpool team I would imagine just um you know just really really difficult but the fact is that we couldn't do the basics the the bare minimum you know a fight for the ball of tackles was it um I can't remember which what I listened to but the statistics about the fact, I think it's Jason Cundy said this, that we basically, Liverpool won 18 50-50 challenges. We won seven. Mm. And it's...
0: Does it all? Look,
2: you know, it's uh, like I've said before, if you take any of our young players and you slot them into Mourinho's side or the mm. Ancelotti side or the Tuchel's side, it's like, the the guy that played the Bradley that you Bradley'd up so perfectly in your <laughs>
0: Bradley uh, <Cooper. laughs> earlier
2: fan cast this week, um, he came into a settled side. Yeah. Everybody knows what they're doing. Scored a great and okay, goal. He, he, he did play particularly well because obviously there was nobody in front of him, but he came in. If you put him in our team. Heat
0: struggle, yeah, absolutely. Now it's a really good point. It's listen boys, I mean, um, as I said, well, I know we we could do a three hour just on this, um because we're a bit steamed up about it. What you're both saying in a way um if i'm if I'm hearing you correctly, is that whatever else I say we say about the whole bigger picture, you know Poch is not helping himself at all, in fact, he might be part of the problem, not part of the solution. Which makes me think, if if that's the case, uh, and then we'll, I mean, you know, I know we always get this on Twitter. If we lose a goal, everybody says potch out. Let alone lose a match. But you know, let's say the tide is turning a bit on the on the potch thing. So my my worry is, if you can, if you if you extrapolate out, you know, the situations we might have a manager who's not going to do it at this club, and you extrapolate that out to what's going on in the wider area of the club which is, I think, the bigger problem. You know, they have turned... I mean, you know, this lot hit Right, three years three years ago, right? Three years... I'm sounding like Tony Glover now. Right, right? Uh, three years ago, we won the Champions League. Two years ago, we went toe-to-toe with fucking Liverpool in two cup finals. Look where we are now. Utterly fucked. I mean, even more so because of the money that they've spent and the contracts they've signed, which means, you know, all in all, I don't think we can address a lot of them. I mean where we? you know you could argue we need to spend at least as much again to try and buy some decent players or some oven ready players as a certain fat blond bloke might say. But you know, we might not be able to do that. We are in a mess because of these decisions. So if if we got rid of Poch, you know, we are now I mean Kundi said this too. He said we, we look like a mid table side playing the side that are top of the league. He they've turned us from an elite club into a mid table side. Who the fuck of any merit as a manager, is going to come to Chelsea. We, we are not going to get elite managers. We're not going to get the Tuchels, the Mourinhos, the Ancelottis of this world, or whoever their equivalents are now. They aren't going to come anywhere near us. So who are we going to get? I'll tell you who we're going to get. We're going to get young, upcoming English managers, you know, like Steve Coopers of this world, or we're going to get unknown European managers, which is a wild punt. Sometimes it can work. I mean, love him or hate him, Brighton did really well nabbing De Zerby, who's proven to be very good. But we're going to get the kind of players, uh, managers like Spirito De Santo, people like that. That's where we are now, thanks to these fucking clowns that have taken over our football club and fucked it royally.
1: May I read this, um, this uh, mail, this um, statement? Would that be okay? Because it talks about the club.
0: It would allow me to breathe and calm down for a second, so I approve.
1: It's from Jeremy's a friend of my mate Tim who I go to the away games with. Uh, and he's uh, he's I been be, living and the... Tim. you have. I have. Uh, you have and he's been living and working in America in New York for the last uh, 40 years this guy. I wanted to know and I may be wrong here why we the supporters you've been a Chelsea fan all this time in in LA in um uh, NY um sorry New York. Uh why we the supporters I wanted to know, and I may be wrong here, why we the supporters haven't heard a word from any senior representative of Clear Lake. Wouldn't it be an act of smart management if Bowley or one of his partners in crime faced the cameras and explained why they thought that the football would improve based on an accountancy device, and then go on to admit they had messed up and that Clear Lake asked for forgiveness, that they are prepared to hire grown-ups, you know, 27-year-olds, to add experience, and finally to ask the fans to stick with them as they put into practice remedial measures to offset the consequences of their bean counter's wet dream. Wouldn't that be something? Some yank actually admitting that they thought their business know-how was all that was required to produce champion league contenders. Instead, they left it to Poch, whose only responsibility to practice his limited language skills is who is injured, when they will be ready, and a view on how soft or hard the players have been. Tweedledum and Tweedledee, our sporting directors, are pretty much mute, so we the fans are left with nada, Riander too, fuck all, apart from Instagram clips of Benoit B and Enzo smiling. It's time we demanded serious acknowledgement of the issues that are not being fixed and a plan to course correct. Every game is boring. I never thought I'd find it challenging to get up for a Chelsea game, but they bore me silly and it's only muscle memory that gets me to watch a match. I have no clue if the cavalry will arrive, but at the moment, every player not in goal has either got worse or stayed about the same. This is not a team, but a ragged band of frightened kids who are not ready for prime time. What am I missing? And uh, and the response from a friend of mine, Keith Bushnell, who I have to say gets the, the award for the most slightly mad but wonderful Chelsea fan in that he went to Alicante, I think it was, for a holiday and then came back for the day to watch the Villa game, <laughs> which is... And he actually said, it's like going to Europe, but the other way round, he said. <laughs> yes. And he came back and he said he was pleased about the Villa game. He, he mentions that um, uh, Bent Bowley's first act should be to put Benoit in his Lamborghini, as Dan Silver mentioned, drive him back to France. Uh, I'd also pick out Palmer as a good signing, if not yet the finished article. Owners clueless, arrogant and dangerous to those, those who love this club. And his wife is a Birmingham City fan. And she pointed out their new American owners are truly brilliant communicators and quickly recognized and took swift remedial action on their absurd Rooney appointment. As a result, the fans feel involved on the journey and are 100 percent behind the owners, the manager and the team. So I just thought that was interesting for somebody who has knowledge of American business.
0: Well, it goes back to that wonderful uh um uh, email that uh um uh, I've got I'm having a brain fart, but you know what yes. I mean. CFC yes. rally, yeah. Yes. Um on, on the uh, as I've called it in my in my running order, the X rated view. See what I've done there? Uh this is this is by Neil True T- Chels, Uh at Neil True Ch T- Our supporter Anfield has always been magnificent. There's no passion. Or connection with players and fans anymore. There was no noise, no passion from our fans. They're losing hope. This is only going one way. There is going to be a reaction against the owners soon, and I think we we are we are getting it's brewing, isn't it? It's definitely brewing. I mean, we've been bitching about it for the, from the beginning, but that's my, that is my way. But there is definitely something is brewing at the moment. Do you feel it?
1: Well, I, I think that whilst we still do okay at home. Um, uh, I don't think it's going to happen because it confuses us that they actually play seem to play competently at Stamford mm. Bridge or at least put in a different kind of effort. And it is Wolves who we should really beat, um, based on previous home performances, the three wins we had before the Liverpool game, for example. But um, uh, I reckon if we if we string another row of losses together, which is immensely likely, given we've got to play City coming up. Um, I think it will definitely be taken out on the uh, on the owners. I think uh, I think the odd sign will begin to be un- unveiled. The odd sheet with um, uh, disappointment with the owners will be daubed upon it in some way.
0: Well, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm done with it. I mean, as I said uh, on on Twitter, you know, I don't say much on Twitter, but occasionally I come up with a rather bon mot. But I said Chelsea Chelsea Football Club, a clear lake and obvious error uh and they, yeah mayo they they it got a lot of love on twitter um i mean you know i just can't believe that they've destroyed the chelsea football club that we know within 2 years i i actually think that Clear Lake are arguably the worst thing that's ever happened to this football club i shit you not i really do and i hope that they and everyone associated with them all fucking rot in hell i really do because they've i mean they've ruined it ruined it for all of us hate them anyway uh on that happy positive note um I can tell you, Clayton will know this. He'll know this. There's a new CFC. There are some bright spots on the Chelsea Football Club horizon, and one of them is CFC UK, where you can read more moaning about the ownership. I guarantee you that. Uh, but the new the new issue will be out on Sunday before the Wolves match. Uh, go to the CFC UK stall opposite the Fulham Broadway uh, kind of shopping centre exit or entrance, depending on your view. Uh, and it is only a pound uh, if you can't get it at a match because obviously i know you know not everybody can you can subscribe to cfc uk by emailing fanzine at CFCUK.net uh and you pay 20 quid in the uk for a year subscription 45 quid in europe 60 quid in uh, the rest of the world you can also get it digitally you get a, a pdf emailed to you uh six quid for a year subscription or a pound each and you can pay all of that via PayPal. Um, I won't bore you with the details because I know JK wants to come in and I want to talk to Clayton about CFC UK, but get yourself a Chelsea pitch owner's share. It's a very good time to do so. You know why. 110 quid for an electronic one up to about 175 quid for a framed signed one by a player, JK. Can I just, um,
1: um, when we come back, just give you a brief resume of the other aspects of 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 the press conference, particularly the injuries. Can I do that when we when we finish this part,
0: why don't you do it next part?
1: That's what I meant when we. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, no, I meant yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can do you can do your two 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 presses for the price of one, J.K. It's a bargain, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Clayton, what um, well I can't even remember what I wrote about uh, in CFC UK. What was yours on this month?
2: Um, mine is on the. Perceived um, lack of atmosphere um, once we uh, basically got to Wembley and it's about really just about the fact that once you get to one final and you get them to consistently, the excitement's always going to be devalued. But the elephant in the room is the fact that we've lost our far- last five finals at Wembley. Uh, which may have something to do with the lack of excitement and the potential. I mean, that's nothing compared to have we um, got to the final after Wednesday. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, so that's what mine's about.
0: Good on you. Yeah, I've just done a look. My, mine's about CPO, funnily enough, because, I've, I've, of course, the AGM was – just before uh, deadline, our deadline, Dave CS So I wrote a, a piece on CFC uh, on uh, Chelsea pitch owners and why it's important. Right. We are going off for a little lie down and uh, a, a, a positive pep talk from our coach to stop us moaning and whinging as much as we have in part one. And then we'll be back. See you in a sec. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18+, plus. serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Chidge. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chidge, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. Fans' real opinions. I'm
1: Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Proper Chelsea.
0: FootballFancast.com Welcome back to the Chelsea Fancast. It's the Friday night preview show with me, Stamford Chidge, and uh, Mr. Jonathan Kidd. Hello, and the absolutely lovely brilliant housewive's choice and the Chelsea fan cast choice mr Clayton Beerman. Clayton i i didn't I pop over and say hello to you at our last home match you did that was jolly it, yes nice enjoyed that jolly
2: fun jolly fun i can't remember what game that was it
0: wasn't villa it was Fulham i think was it might have been i did i popped down to was say it, hello it, it,
2: it, and you did it wasn't uh it wasn't the borough game because that was that was at night so no yes it was very lovely to see you
0: Yeah, I mean, it was lovely, actually. And then I discovered that my route down to Gate 16 has now been bollocksed up by the fact that they've put seats on the steps which I used to walk down.
2: It did look a torturous journey, and I'm very grateful for the sacrifices that you made.
0: That's all right. I got to see Ollie, Ollie Glanville and Rick on the way back so it was always not lost right uh it's part two uh no there's no opposition view this week uh for various reasons uh but we are going to go straight into our chelsea versus wolves preview and of course we will start as we always do with uh jk's presser summary But i, I gather it'll be two for the price of one tonight
1: well we've i've given you a bit of the uh You've teased us uh, presser, haven't you? i teased well i felt i needed to talk a little bit about um his comp- his comparing us to uh um his side that lost four one to Liverpool, um, uh, Beats. No, he beat. I do apologise. He beat four um, one because um, I am seeing that we're a we're a, a side in progress. But I just wanted to go through some of the things that he says. He has problems with the word split because he keeps using it in sentences that make no sense at all. He did actually use the word polemics as well. I was taken aback. He said, "We, I do not want to talk about the polemics and the decisions. And I thought, is the word polemic similar in Spanish? Because, you know, hey, good word to be using. But he then said, we need to split the situation, which I have no clue what the fuck that means. We need to split the situation. Um, the performance wasn't good enough, and it's... Uh, Uh, I have to be critical to analyse the thing, be realistic that we were not good enough. But what can I say now after two days? That normal decision happened, that normal decision happened, that once again, I don't, there's no, is there an S on that or is it decisions? During the game, maybe after the game, we take in a different way. But at the moment, you know, we cannot um, complain. Of course, I need to Hang on, got the wrong page. That's ruined my momentum. I need to defend my club and my fans. But it was so evident and so clear. And then, of course, I realised that he's talking about the penalties. You see? Then he grins outrageously. Grins. You need luck when you compete, uh, and, and and change the direction of the game. Yes. What can I say? Is we didn't have luck. And somebody then says penalties and he goes, ah, everyone, that was clear. No, so clear. ha." Ah, 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 ah. anyway, I'll then um, he then says, I did not want to. um, uh, And I want I want again to split this word split. What the fuck? Um, but anyway, um, basically, Maybe I he meant to I'll, say spit. I want again to, to split. You may be right. Maybe that. Yes, I think he means to cut up in some way to give you two options, perhaps he put...
2: Compartmentalise.
1: Yes, I think it's that. Yes, yes. Um Liverpool was better after 90 minutes. Maybe that um provide us with confidence, with trust. Maybe the direction the game should be different. He's once again talking about the penalties. He spent most of the time, whatever question he was asked, talking about the penalties, actually deflecting from the fact that we were so terrible, which I thought was clever, but really obvious what he was doing. And he covers it with this this catapace of um, uh, slightly incomprehensible English. But in a sense, in essence, what we came up with was he was asked about Broya, which we're obviously going to talk about eventually. And he said, I'm happy we've got the cover. And he then proceeded to say that Nkunku would only be playing 45 minutes. Uh, because he, he only had 45 minutes to, to last. They the only had four, 45 minutes in him because they had to worry about him because they tried to do that thing of getting him to train a bit more after the game at Liverpool and they get him to warm down and he couldn't do it, which made me worry that he's got injured again because he said he's not going to play the whole 45 minutes against Wolves on Sunday. So asked about Jackson. Would Jackson be back straight in? And he said, yes, we have the cover. We have the cover for Broya. We have... Jackson and Kunku and Washington. We have three players. Washington, he came on the other day, didn't he? In one of the games, and just didn't touch the ball at all. Um, Jackson, as we know, is uh, um, uh, has the brain of a pea. And um, unfortunately, um, uh, I'm not infused by the fact that that he will be one of the the choices for striker. But it appears that he's not even sure whether he'll be fit for Sunday. He says, "No, we have to assess him tomorrow." So he's assessing Nkunku, who may not play beyond the squad at all, but he thinks may be on the pitch for 45 minutes. And Jackson, who he's going to get to tra- assess tomorrow, similarly may not play 45 minutes. So who is going to play if it's not Washington? Aha! It will, of course, be Palmer. But then he was asked about Palmer, um, and and somebody said, will he be playing out-and-out striker? And he said he does not play out-and-out striker. He plays midfield. So he didn't answer the question at all. So it appears we may be playing against Wolves without a, with anybody up front at all, um, which is you know what we have done a couple of times before. It just means that Palmer is vaguely central, then goes out to the right wing, then comes back into the middle and plays a lot better when he's playing midfield, but gets lost for part of the game. And it may mean that Sterling wanders about, as he has done a few times, wanders up front and uh, um, gets the ball pumped very high up in the air to him. And he fails to control it or go anywhere near it because he is four foot two so essentially um uh it was a bit shit what he was saying was that they have cover but no they don't actually have cover at all he was asked about chalabar and he said um he is almost back in into being uh to training so he's very pleased that he's almost back into training into um uh training with the squad i should say so he cl- clearly had a much bigger injury than we ever thought i never don't even know what was wrong with him do we know what was wrong with chalabar do we know?
0: Not a fucking clue, mate. He, no clue. All we do is he is now in his rehabilitation phase.
1: Yeah, he's apparently is post rehabilitation, but they're not sure now when he's Now he's in right. his
0: pre training post rehabilitation Yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: But he it also his excuse was I don't know, I haven't been given the all clear by the by the, the doctors, by the medical side. So it's almost as if he doesn't inquire until he's told. Oh well, I suppose fair enough. Um Has some fucking
0: balls, man. Interesting
1: cuccarella there's no mention of him at all. The press don't mention him. Mention him, and he, he's
0: um, still in his very heavily injured phase.
1: He must be. He must be in that. I don't even know what he
0: did. Do you know what he did? No fucking idea.
1: Um, Chukwemeka vaguely came on in the game and actually ran. Looked good,
0: at actually, I liked ran I, at yeah. Liverpool
1: and gave gave him gave a pass to Nkunku for the goal. But um, who? So who's the other player who was our midfield who's missing? Who didn't? Um, Labia. Uh, Labia. you not. Yeah, who's been? absolutely disastrous he come on in one game and get got injured team. again <laughs> injury yeah but he's nowhere near anything he's once again he's too injured uh, so we may have some of these players that we got for huge amounts of money may never play for us this season at all
0: yeah. which
1: is it's what a revelation that is um no mention of uh of Fafana so clearly he's still too injured um uh and as you said uh, no, no mention of James well obviously he won't be in this season at all because he's had the operation but um uh, Chilwell was so bad that I think you're absolutely right, Chidge. He, he still can't be fit. I mean, that was just a appalling performance. Well,
0: he 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 was good against Middlesbrough, but I mean, you know, they they look, you know, they were Middlesbrough, they tar- they? Yeah, but exactly, they targeted him. They knew if they hammered Chilwell that they would find. I mean, all of the goals that Liverpool scored, as far as I can remember, came down the right hand side or our left hand side. Think about it; it's not rocket science.
1: The, the the foul went. What was it? Was it Jota that it wasn't Jota? Was it who was it that he struggled with? That he had a fight with on, and was thrown to the floor and that VAR decided it wasn't a, a foul when it looked to me as if he'd been scragged. And
2: this um, Jota uh, took Chilwell out for the goal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it, it mean, was, that I'm was not another... I'm not saying that Chilwell would have stopped it, but he was taken out.
1: Yeah you would have been I in mean
2: the you know it, it, it's exactly the same as Manchester City you know even when we had the ball and we had any momentum at all they just they just fouled us um the what's the name of that that animal they got up front who missed the penalty Nunes. he committed three or four fouls like that just ignored no booking nothing just let them get on with it well
0: they, they know they can do it with impunity because they've got yeah. a hold of the refs yeah, exactly what we were saying earlier on. Have you have you done have you done the you've done the presser you've done both pressers right?
1: Uh, just the one presser. I didn't do the one during the. I didn't do the one the other
0: day. Okay, I right, do, right.
1: No, I, don't, I, I, don't, I looked at it. I've not. I've not done that one because in in essence, it's a bit too ancient, isn't okay. it? He was just discussing injuries and how they were. Right, they cool. were prepared. They were prepared. But in this instance, I've done. Uh, uh, if we if you'd said to me do the presser, I'd have mentioned everything that he said that I said in the first uh, time. I, I
0: didn't want to uh, tread on your toes, old bean, because what I did want to do was pick out a very salient point you made, which was whinging about the fact we don't have any strikers, because of course, what we know, we now know, because we thankfully have got through the uh, the transfer window, and of course, they've loaned Brozier out to Fulham. Um, I have, I mean, I'm a bit conflicted about this, because it would be a bit disingenuous of me to have said, as I did last week, well, bloody Brozier and, mudrick are unpickable like you know i can't say that one week and then say it's outrageous that they've sold broja because that would be hypocritical but i'm going to say it anyway it's outrageous that they've got rid of broja because what is outrageous is that they've left us with um you know the one the one area where we 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 have not enough players is is, is striker i mean you could say not enough good one I, I think it was appalling of poch to say oh well we've got david washington too we might as well have fucking george washington up front <laughs> what the fuck does that what's that about what's that supposed to be you know oh, at dear. least he
1: wouldn't lie
0: he would not and he would cut down he would fell some of those cherry tree <gasps> center backs wouldn't he but anyway look i mean we know jackson's not a number nine we know nkunku's clearly got fitness issues and washington is massively 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 unproven and i mean they've not sold broyer they've loaned him out i mean i suppose what i can see there is some sense in it is that if they clearly they clearly want to sell him because you know it's pure profit um but his his value is diminishing every 90 minutes he plays so by loaning him out to fulham he might do all right and his value might increase so i can understand the logic in it um cy phillips uh, you know made a really good point about this on on x the x rated view as did the score. I shall read these out because they've articulated it somewhat better than me. Um, Sai says, Stupidity at its finest if Broya goes without a replacement. And then that's a good point. It's, not, it's hardly one in, one out, is it? Or one out, one in. I'm fine for him to go, but I'm not fine leaving us with one recognised nine, who for me is better as a wide striker anyway. Kunku can fill in, so can Palmer. Fine. But one has been injured all season and is much better behind a main striker. And the other needs to play in his best position and gets lost as a number nine. We've got no physical presence or focal point up top. To go into the rest of the season without any option for that at all is simply ludicrous and stupid. Pochettino has literally been screaming out for a physical presence and height up top. My patience will be gone if this happens. I'm I'm presuming, sir, that your patience has now officially gone. And that there will be breaking news along those lines. Uh, and the score, who works with side quite a bit, says Poch wanted Premier League experience and leaders in the summer. He was totally ignored. Poch wants a replacement if Brozier goes. He's being ignored again. Managers shouldn't always get what they want, but totally ignoring him goes way beyond that. He should just walk away. And I think they both make some excellent points there in Clayton.
2: Clayton. Yeah. Um, okay. So. How how do we know that's what Poch wanted?
0: Well, because he he said it.
2: When when's he said well, that I he wanted? I don't want... know, but I,
0: I vaguely remember him saying that this is what we need.
2: I think it's you know I, th- this is the the bugbear with what they've done is that they they've sort of thought they could start with a blank piece of paper and left us with absolutely nothing. But I mean, up front we had nothing. I mean, the brochure thing is is interesting because he has been completely and utterly ineffectual since his comeback from injury. I don't think there's any two ways about that. I don't you know it's like it's like you've got to earn the right. And it, it's all it's all very well saying you've left us with, with nothing, but What's he done? What has he done? I mean, his last start was at Stamford Bridge. I can't remember because all the games are so, they grey and just merge into one. He spent the first half chasing, chasing shadows. He didn't. He, he, he's lost that physicality where he basically. He used to he used to bully people, and now that's gone. Now whether that's because he's worried about his injury, I don't know. But I mean, I, I I think he and I know it's difficult coming off the bench, but that moment towards the end of the the Villa game where he somebody played him through a fantastic ball, and he couldn't control it and it dribbled through his legs. I mean, who who would you bring in? I mean, I know there was talk well, about Callum Wilson. I mean, if Callum Wilson would have been available, then then fine. But he's another one who's injured the whole yeah, time.
0: Terrible injury record,
2: you know. And I, I don't know. And going back to what you said about, or Jonathan said about two three year plan. I don't know. Maybe they just basically did, they've written this season off, well, which is I, why they haven't given. Um, potcher another striker you're, you're, I, re- you're, I don't you're,
0: know. you're reading my mind It's exactly that I mean that's the message that it sends out isn't it which is you know we don't care we'll write this season off we'll write next season off too if we have to because we've got the master plan and we know better well that's that's, that's fine if, if, if you know you own the club yadda 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 you're the sporting directors yeah but it's us that pay money to go there and get fucked off every week when it goes tits up you know we we don't write the season off we don't write the games off we go there in hope and expectation that we might actually play well and have a decent result and and that we'll be given the tools to do that so this is what i mean when i say there's such a massive disconnect between the club and the supporters at the moment they're completely out of step now if they were to if they were to i mean if maybe if you know I'll, I'll repeat the question you asked to me where did they say that but if they because they might well have done for all i know but if they actually came out and said we don't give a shit about the next two or three years as long as we don't get relegated this is all about just building a team developing a team rebuilding a club we're not we don't care about whether we get into europe or not if we we're just going to look we're we're prepared to suck it up and be fucking awful for two or three years in the hope that it will all come right so you got to like believe us and follow us on that. If they came out and said that, would it make a difference, JK? I, I'm not sure it would.
1: No, well, I think at least we'd, we'd know where we stood, wouldn't? Wouldn't it? I mean, which at the moment it's it's like doing the Abramovich thing of not saying anything. But um, he was just surrounded by permanent success, so uh, so we forgave it. But uh, I don't feel that that it works if the ownership is silent if the team is playing absolutely appallingly. Which
0: is Tim's point, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely. Tim's mate's point, Jeremy. Tim's yeah. mate's
0: point. But, but yeah. I um
1: I mean I, I have to agree completely with with um well also first of all with you, Chich, because he did say in the press conference they needed a striker. He said that early on um after he was really annoyed at one of the games where Broya had come on, and just we hadn't. Nobody had scored with all the chances, so he's aware of all the chances we're making. So he did want a striker, and I can't blame him. I can't blame the club at all for getting rid of Broya, and I don't like what these this Mister Cut and Paste, Cy Phillips, says, or what this other guy says um, that you mentioned, because that means they're not really watching the games because he was hopeless, and and you could tell that that even Poch. Thought he was hopeless because Poch kept saying in the press conferences, um, he needs to work his head out. He needs to find out. He needs to have confidence in putting the injury behind him and working out that he can do it to play as he was before. And clearly they ran out of patience because, uh, as as Clayton said, in some of the games he just looked. It was, it was almost a w- complete waste of time having him playing in that position. He contributed nothing. He didn't go for the ball. He didn't run for anything. Uh, we thought there would be improvement when he got that header against Burrow, was it against Preston. But I've I, I, he 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 always came off looking really sorry for himself. And I think he's got whether he, the, the grin that he had on his face when he signed with holding the Fulham shirt up. Perhaps he wanted to get away from all the stress involved with with being playing for Chelsea at the moment. Perhaps we will see a flowering, in which case, let's get him back, you know, after six months, if that's all that's going to I, it's gonna last. But I think no Potter got
2: set up with him. You know, it's, it's a no lose situation. He you know, he, he wasn't doing it. And if at he totally. goes somewhere, I, the, the, the 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 only thing I would say in Brozier's defence is the goal that he scored against Preston, and I don't care if it was against Preston, it was a brilliant cross and a brilliant header. And you have to actually, you know, this this was one of my sort of things after the, the midweek debacle about saying about going out and buying a striker. It's right buying a striker, but if you can't get the bloody ball to them, I mean, I know we, I, I mean, miraculously we've got this XG thing, but I can't see that we create that much. I know that we, I know, I know that we've missed quite a lot. We, of don't, chances. we
0: don't create clear-cut chances. We create
2: half chances. Yeah. Which, if you haven't got a striker... You're not going to put away. You're not going to put away. Totally agree,
0: mate. Okay, well, it kind of segues quite nicely into ye old Chidges' uh, team selection for ooh, Sunday. Ooh, yes, ooh, I tried to get the one under the wire. I didn't want to get you too excited, JK, because it might not oh, be. Oh, um, I can't help it. This, oh, is, this oh. is what I'm going for. The little blue shirts. Oh, are so geez. sexy, isn't it? Right. OK, uh, back for Chilwell. Well, Petrovic in goal, obviously. Back for uh, Chilwell, Silver, Dizazi, Gusto. Uh, midfield three. Pff, Fernandes, Caicedo, Gallagher. Uh, up front, Sterling and Kunku Palmer. I, I just don't see... What else she can do, you know? I mean, there's no fucking striker. I don't want Palmer starting as a false number nine ever again. Um, I'm presuming that Nkunku can at least start as the, as with Chilwell, as with Gusto, that they're fit enough. Pretty much everybody picks themselves. You can't have baddie a shite playing, you know. So, yeah. Uh, uh, talking to Batty a shite, I, I did a uh, you know you know you know our our good mate uh, Rob Rob Haynes, uh, European Bob. I, he did a really funny tweet uh, the other night, uh, and uh, <clears throat> it kind of feeds off what you were saying about about Dan's, um, you know, uh, his his joke about the Lamborghini, and it, you know, should should have broken down, and yeah. all, all that razzmatazz. Uh, so for some reason, I've been people have been tweeting me or copying in stuff left, right, and centre. So here we go. <clears throat> right, sorry, got a bit Bob Fleming. Yeah, Bob said, who's going to put a brick through the windscreen of Todd, of Ted Bobley's roller? And I wrote back, Bobby Bob put a brick through Boley's Lamborghini. Now he's going to give a slap to Maurizio Pochettini. He liked that. I liked it too. There you go. Whether you like it or not, I don't know. I'm sure you'll let me know. Cor-
2: correct me if I'm wrong. This time last year, Banerjeele looked like a really good player.
0: He did, actually. I know. We liked him. He's so, he got so a great what, song. What-
2: what the hell's gone gone wrong with it?
0: Well, you you're gonna say poor coaching, aren't you?
2: I'm not gonna say anything. i j I'm just asking the
0: question. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say poor coaching then.
2: I mean well, one one of the criticisms of Pochettino, fair or unfair, is that with the exception of Gallagher, and that has to be tempered with the fact he hasn't played that well in the last couple of weeks, who, who's he improved?
0: Well, Gallagher's better than last season. Palmer, obviously, we don't know, but one would say he's good. I mean, it'd be easier to say who's gone backwards. Sterling, Fernandes, Caicedo, uh, Silva to a degree. De Zazie, net neutral. Gusto's improved. Badia Shields got worse. Gallagher's got better, as I said. Jackson, net neutral. I mean, you know, it's it's interesting, isn't it, if you think about it like that? No?
2: Yeah, no, I I, I just asked the question because I I think it's a great shame. I think that when Baddie Fuel first started playing for us, and, and looked good, um, he looked good, and I, you know next to um Silver, he looked really he looked they looked a good a good pairing, but now he just looks like his confidence is in the toilet. Now, may maybe this is what's I mean, you know, I think I can't remember
0: if it was you or J.K. that made this point earlier about it was you, wasn't it, about Bradley. You know, you put yeah. him in a put him in a team playing well yeah. with, with good and experienced yeah. players. He raises his game. Yeah. Put him put him in a team which is in the middle of a shitstorm and a crisis in confidence, and he's going to look as bad as everybody else. And, yeah. and maybe maybe that's what we've got. You know, we've been we've been pretty shit for quite a while. So maybe there's a whole lack of confidence throughout the the, the club, let alone the side. I
2: mean, been, uh, you know, you maybe know you it's affecting at, them. Yeah, last 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 season. You know, for, for all the criticism of all the players uh that we had that were no good and everybody said they were lousy and this, that, and the other, they were more experienced. They were more of a barrier perhaps for younger players, you know, yeah. the sort of Jorginho's um, and Kovacic's, they were they were more experienced players, and you take those guys out of the dressing room, and you know, we got good money for all these guys, but it, it's, it's harmed, it's harmed the sort of, a whole, I don't know what the word, the axis, you know, it's all, it's all sort of, I mean, people say that it was a poisonous dressing room. Well, you know, who knows? Yeah. Interesting.
1: Um, uh, I, I worry about the, the goal that he gave away. The fourth goal was so basic. Yeah. That I really worry about what was going on in his head. Has he been destroyed by the game? By what? By his giving the penalty away earlier? What? because it's it's elementary it's schoolboy stuff when you know you're not looking for the bloke running behind you and you and you languidly go for the ball thinking it's just you on your own it's just so basic well uh,
2: that that was my point jk the the for all we did wrong on um wednesday night it was the the, the most worrying thing was the basics
0: All right. Basically, is my team okay? JK, Clayton?
1: Um, He won't start in Kunku. No. Because, as he said in the press conferences, I think the only... He'll give him 45 minutes, but he'll bring him on in the second half.
0: Will he start Jackson then? Yeah, I reckon.
1: Well, he's got to assess him, but he said he didn't play for... He's hardly played for a month. Has he? Didn't he play for Senegal?
2: Yeah, no, he didn't start one game. Yeah. They've clearly been watching Chelsea this season then. he. (laughs) He got brought on in every game, but he didn't start a single game. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he scored either.
0: So they're
1: assessing his his fitness and worthiness to play in this Chelsea side.
0: But he said he was going to assess him today. I think he may he probably will start actually. Jenny, um, sorry, James has, James has made a good point on Mixler. Uh, you're getting a bit of love actually, JK. Chazza says agree, JK basics. Um and uh, Clayton started it. Clayton started. It. James oh, fucking hell, they're writing so quickly, I keep losing the message. It's because Benoit was playing as wing-back instead of as a left centre-back. Yes, yes. Well, that true. might explain a bit, to be fair to him. True. And there's too much of this playing out of position, which is on Potch, to be fair. Well, it's, on
2: the in, it's on the injuries, and be the fair. Injuries. Yeah, yeah, I, I I fully accept that.
1: I don't think you can blame playing out of position for the error
0: he made for the fourth goal. I mean, that was just... No, you know. also fair, I think, to be honest. Um, so the conundrum really is... Who starts? Who's been injured? Uh, who is going to play up front? And you know, are we are we happy that the midfield uh, triumvirate are in fact the best midfielders we've got? Because Chuck Wamega, as a as we said a minute ago, he's he's he had a good little cameo
2: against Liverpool.
0: Actually, he looks quite a good player, I have to say. So maybe
2: I, he- I think there's there's a chance that he might start instead of. Either Caicedo or, Ga- or, or or any of the three. Any I one of I those three. Be, any one of those three, I wouldn't be at all surprised to be started because the, the, the fact is that Wolves are one of the um, numerous anti-football teams who basically just park everybody behind the ball and we are going to have a lot of trouble, uh, I suspect, in breaking them down. Well, you say that. They
0: scored three against United the other night and, Probably, arguably, could have, should have won that game. I mean, right now, I mean, they're two points behind us in eleventh. Um, and as I said, that that defeat very, I mean, last bloody second for Christ's sake. Uh, then they lost four three to United. It's the first time they've lost in eight competitive games, which is a run they started by beating Chelsea two one on Christmas Eve. They've won five, drawn two, so they are in a they are in a bit of form. I mean, what what makes me chuckle about this in a very kind of gallows humour uh, sense is that. This is a mid-table clash. We're 10th, they're 11th. But you know what? In spite of everything that we've said tonight about how black and shit it all is, we're still only six points off 6th We're 12 points off fifth, which is Villa. We aren't going to finish fifth. But we're still only six points off six. And the way that it's playing, I mean, the, the people who are above us uh, include the once mighty Man United, who are flaky as fuck, as we know. Brighton, who got dubbed 4 0 the other night. Newcastle, who were up and down, you know, more than a tart's draws. West Ham United, who are fickle as fuck. I mean, it's not inconceivable that if this, he can get a tune out of this bloody side for more than one game, six points is winning two games and them losing two games. It's not irretrievable. I still believe it. I must be mad. I need to go and see a shrink. Oh, I already do. Uh, But I mean, you know, it's not it's not it's not inconceivable that that they could not climb above some of those teams, JK.
1: It's unlikely that we'll play as badly at home because that doesn't seem to be the pattern, which I don't understand. Are they more relaxed? Uh, Is it because the opposition um, don't come at us in the same way? Uh, Will Wolves pay any attention to what? Uh, how we've been playing recently will they just play the same way they normally play and what what potch said in the uh, in the presser was that he, he he looks at the last five games of every team they play against and looks for patterns so he's prepared for the w- wolverhampton pattern um but whether that means that they'll play any differently i i don't know i mean i'm not seeing uh, any response to an opposition whenever we watch chelsea um we just seem to try and play exactly the same way um uh but, but um we in the villa game we did pass the ball more quickly uh, and consequently we and as as even with the nkunku goal as you said chid we it was passed it was uh chukwameka very quickly into the box straight to nkunku quick feet through through a crowd of players into the corner BAP, and and but indeed huge bap which we haven't been early bap it, Early BAP, yeah, really early BAP, and the goalkeeper consequently is unsighted. Um, I think he'll play uh, Madweke, By the way, I don't think he'll play in court oh. in. I think he'll play Sterling Madweke and um, uh, uh, and Palmer up front. I know, I know, Medweke is a is a kind of it, it, it's a it, it, work in progress, isn't isn't the word, is it? It's a it's a kind of flailing youth, but um,
0: is he better than Callum Hudson Odoi? No. no.
1: No, in no
2: way. No. I mean, we paid, he's, we he's paid 30 million for him and sold Callum Hudson a for what?
1: Four? Six. six, I think it was. Was it six?
2: I mean, this this just goes back to what I was saying about re- uh, have we replaced with better? Okay. Um,
0: uh, no. You, you see my Callum Hudson a doy, I raise you Hakim Ziyech. Who is still who a- alone, of course. Exactly that. Is he better than Hakim Ziyech? No. No. No, he's, he's
2: not. not. I don't think he is. No. He's, he's not. not.
0: No, he's not. Absolutely not.
2: Yeah.
1: Ziyech is just a lazy fucker, that's as far well as I can see. Um, because I watched him play for Morocco again the other day and he was really excellent. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well that, that was the point, wasn't it, in the World Cup. You know, you looked at him and go, When has he ever done that? In a Chelsea shirt,
1: yeah, yeah, never.
2: No, I mean the guy is supremely gifted, really, really gifted player, but obviously doesn't want to be. No, I, I think, I think he'll start with Jackson, and I think Inkooq um, will come on, maybe after about an hour. Mm. But um, apart from that, and maybe uh, maker starting instead of one of the three, I think the defense picks itself, to be honest. Well, indeed.
0: Indeed. Um, Listen, I I mean, I think Wolves are are not an easy... This is not an easy game. I think uh, Gary Neal's, you know, as JK was saying, I mean, you know, he will set them up. He he will have a game plan and he will get them drilled to do that. Hopefully they've emotionally exhausted themselves a bit by losing to United 4-3. But it won't be easy, that's for sure. But, I mean, we do have a, a supremely good... Uh, record against the Wolves, um, and you know we're chasing a fifth straight. We're chasing a fifth straight top-flight win at home for the first time since July 2020. Uh, so you know we had. We, you're right. We do have a bit of form at home at the moment. Um, we haven't lost. We haven't lost at home to Wolves which is very pertinent considering our guests uh, at the Troubadour on Sunday, more of which in a minute. We haven't uh, lost at home to Wolves since March 1979. We've won eight, drawn four. We've never lost to them in the in the Premier League. Um,
1: They've hardly been in
0: the Premier League, have they? Well, we've had nine matches against them at home in the Premier League. So, you know, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, the other thing about them is that they're they're fairly good at home, Wolves, you know, in that unbeaten run. But they've won just one of their last six league away fixtures, drawn one, lost four, conceding at least twice in four of those games. And four of those outings were in London where they won one and lost three. So, but they are, they are hunting down a first, a first league double over Chelsea, which both of you two will remember since 1974, 75. When, of course, we got relegated. Happy days. Um, so there we go. Um
1: some decent players, Church. That Neto's a good player, isn't he? so, he's, so he's um, the C- the forward, Wang He Chan is Wang Hee
0: Chan, yeah. That, yeah, Except he's he's uh he's at the he's, Asian. He's Cup. at the Asian Cup, yeah. But of course, uh, he is. Neto isn't. He scored, didn't he, against United the other night? Yeah, <coughs> yeah he's I mean, other blokes. Blo- Cunha is
2: very good as well. Who is Cunha? Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: yep, 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 yep. Uh, we haven't drawn a home league game in which we started as favourites this term. Yeah, yeah. We've won five and lost three. That's my final, stat's my hot stat of the week, or Flash scores hot stat of the week. I mean, you know, it's, as always, as always, as always, as always, Clayton. You know, it depends on these three things, I think. Which Chelsea will turn up? Will we get it right tactically? And will we be up for it? I think
2: you can absolutely nail it down to that these days. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think one thing that will be in our favour is that it is uh, sort of 2 o'clock rather than 12 o'clock. So people would have had a few drinks and the atmosphere should be relatively decent. And I think if we start off well, then, you know, things can only get better, as somebody once sung. Um, but if, as I perceive... Wolves will just stick everybody behind, and it basically becomes one of those turgid things. Then you know we, we may get frustrated as a crowd as a team, etc um, it, it's it's all about luck really isn 't it if we If we get a break and we we can score early on, then uh, I think we'll go on to win
0: yeah early goal makes such a difference for us particularly. Whether it's for us or against us, as as it, as it proved against Liverpool, uh, how how do you see it going, J.K.? Um, if we
1: once again, as, as you say, Clayton, if we get the early goal, I think we'll win it. Um, uh, uh, God, who knows? I have no idea anymore. We seem to be doing okay at home. We there's no resemblance to playing away. We just lurch from in total incompetence away to. Actually not playing badly at home. Um, uh, I think we might win it. I think we might win 3-1. 3-1?
0: Mm. Fucking hell, mate. Like your optimism.
1: Well, I, I, I could say we're going to lose 4-0, but I don't think we will do that. I just don't... I don't think they'll take the the dreadful performance into the next game as they didn't... You know, the, they played against Borough and were dreadful away and then beat Fulham. You know, I I, I can't... I think we'll we'll just see a different performance. There's something about somehow them playing at the bridge that that not galvanises them. But also, they do not play the way that Liverpool play. Having said that, though, we in the past, we just said we play better against, against teams that don't park the bus because at the beginning of the season, we drew with Liverpool and we thought, oh, they played quite well. We seem to have, have... they Liverpool have got a lot better and we've just stayed or got worse, really. And I'm now hoping we play against a side who is as equally bad as us in the division and... uh and we then raise our game to the kind of game that we had against Liverpool at the beginning of the season. I, But you can tell I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm clutching
0: at straws. You here, are I indeed. Don't. I think obviously we play so much better at home because of the absolute superlative, loud, vocal, vociferous support that they get at home.
1: It was great against Villa because it we was. played really well. It was because we played excellently yeah. in the first.
0: I was clearly taking the piss, but you're right. No, it, I know it, you were. I, it, I know you were. But at it, the same time, great. I was great. It saying, was great against Villa. You're right. It was great yeah. against Villa. No, it was. It's how it should be. It was great, you know... Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of maybe part of modern football now. I mean, I know old farts like us go on all the time saying, "Oh, you gotta like support the team through thick and thin, whether they're shit or what," and just it's what it's all about, it's what supporters do. But it, it's not like that anymore. And and I mean, like, you know, I think supporters need to to uh, they feed off what the team are doing really more these days. And when, it, you know, I I don't know. I still think there are some things that are very much like the old days. If it's all shit and somebody puts in a crunching two footed tackle. The, the crowd, the crowd, get up for it. They do, doesn't don't they, Clayton? You know, you
2: you've they, sat... they do, but it makes me laugh when you say a "crunching two-foot tackle" because I can only ever think of Doug Ruby's tackle on Vivian. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. It um, gets the crowd that, up
0: for it, though, doesn't it?
2: In that very famous game, that was uh, that was Hybrid. Kerry's goal. Kerry's goal and, our, and our support was a highlight, but that is a much underrated moment in that afternoon or morning as he, it was he
0: nearly put, he nearly put Viv Anderson oh, to right. Ray Z, didn't he? Oh my
2: god. I was sitting right by it and it was just hysterically funny. Not for Viv Anderson obviously but um uh, uh yes Doug introduced himself to the um because I think we and we bought him that summer hadn't yeah, we so we had. I think that was his debut he introduced himself to the fans and to Viv Anderson, all at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I, I think that I, I, I think kickoffs times dictate what atmosphere is like. To be honest, I think you know we play at twelve o'clock, and that atmosphere is dead because we shouldn't be playing at twelve o'clock. Um, but yeah, no, I. Uh, it is something needs to happen. Yeah. As sad as it is, something does need to happen to G us up, but. I think the reason why the atmosphere was good at Villa was because Villa had so many fans there. And I think yeah. fans feel intimidated and, and they think, well, this is our home. We we we've gotta we've gotta raise our game as well.
0: Yeah, I said on the show, didn't I, after the Villa game that it was really good to see what used to happen in the old days. Uh, you know, Villa were doing their Villa, Villa, Villa. And when they started doing that, three sides of the ground, the Chelsea sides of the ground, all started piping up with Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea to drown them out. And that, that's what always used to happen. So it's good to see. Right, uh JK, you're going for three one. Clayton, what are you gonna go for? Um two one. Two one. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you, Clayton. I don't think it'll be a we I don't think we're gonna hammer them. I think it'll be close. Nip and Tuck, two one for me as well. Well we will see. Let's hope we get a win. We need to get back on the you know back on the you know the, the well you know what i mean it's win a fucking game of football basically right okay as always for uh, a a preview bit of the show um now nathan swears blind that we've done walls before uh nathan is never wrong by the way you you know you, you can you can put money on that you can put money on nathan never being wrong whereas i am invariably wrong so if nathan says we've done it before i would say he's probably right but the beautiful thing about me and the fan cast particularly is that we've all got memories like goldfish so we could do it again and still get the same piss poor results so I'm still doing it even if you haven't even though you Nathan you oh no hang on has he done is he he has you know he's a good boy he's a good boy he's given me all of the the, the players that we have no idea who they are uh, and actually he's right I think we have done it before but anyway nevertheless 15 players oh sorry JK they played for both thank you they played for both indeed right 15, 15 players have represented both Chelsea and Wolverhampton Wanderers during their careers uh, and they are 15 of them go
1: Mancien
0: yes Besant yes finally Dave Besson makes an appearance <laughs> it's like a broken uh, clock isn't it it's right twice <laughs> a day always mention him Diego Costa yes Carlton Cole. Yes.
1: Um, did Harley John Harley play for them? Nope. No, he didn't. Okay. Uh, I tell you
2: one that that John Jonathan will know because he would have seen him play, and I even I didn't see him play was Jim McCallion. Yes. yes. Yes.
1: Well done. Uh, very. And the other
2: one that I can think of is uh, Jim Barron. Yes. yes. Very good. Very very, good. very
1: good. well done. Goalkeeper, of course. Yes, of course. Yes,
2: of he only course. played once for us. I think I don't think he played many times for them either. But he then did. He became... one he appearance, became... one appearance in nineteen sixty-five. Yeah, he he became a coach. He he was a, a assistant manager to many people. I think. Uh, uh,
0: you know what? He could have worked for Dunlop up there, and he could have been a rubber baron.
2: That's very true. Well done. If his um, name I've... was
1: Johnny, he could have been a rubber Johnny.
2: <laughs> no, sorry. I, I've got I've got absolutely nobody else. I can't think of anybody. Are you, are uh, you done?
0: You out of names? Because I, yeah. I have to be honest, there's only really one, two that you you might get. Both of you. The others, I haven't got a Scooby. And you've got one, two, three, four, five, six. So that's not bad. So I'll give you a
2: chance mm-hmm. on the other two. Did, did Colin
1: Lee play for them? I know he managed them. Nope. No,
0: he
2: didn't play for them, just the manager, didn't he? Uh there haven't there there hasn't been that many, has there?
0: No, well fifteen. I tell you, one of them Oh 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 no, oh, hang oh, on. One of them scored scored, I think he scored a very important goal for us against them. Um and uh,
2: to-, to-, to Tommy Langley. Yes, he, he did. Langley. That's the he one. Plays that... for Wolves.
0: Yes, indeed, Clayton. Well done. When
2: when did he play for um, Wolves? No
0: idea. <coughs> <laughs> After he played for us, that would be my mm. guess. So, yeah, Tommy Langley's right. So, you got one more that you might get. Uh, all I can tell you, I can tell you that he was on loan from Reading in nineteen ninety two. And he made two appearances. Oh, jilks. jilks, Yes, fucking LJK. Get in there, my son. Well, Michael Jilks. He played for us, did he? Yeah, two appearances.
1: On oh, loan. I remember thinking he was going to be great because he's supposed to have this reputation of being a huge speed merchant. But he yeah, was yeah, bit, I that as reminds well. me of Mudrick.
0: Yep. All right. So there we go. You've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You've got eight of the ones that I thought you would get. I don't think you'd ever chance of the rest they are bill barraclough Bar- uh who uh made 81 appearances and 11 goals between 34 and 37 uh ray goddard who had 15 appearances one goal between 46 and 48 uh john harris uh three hundred and six
1: he was in the, uh, the the winning the league title wasn't he harris yeah.
0: 346 uh appearance sorry 364 appearances 14 goals between 46 and 56 uh, Jack Smith, uh, has he got any information about Jess? Yeah, right. 49 appearances, and uh, that was between 38 and 39. Uh, Reg Weaver,
2: it's a proper name, isn't it? Reg Weaver. <laughs> That's such a 1950s footballer's yeah. name. Reg, Reg Weaver. Weaver. Yeah. And, 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 and my other job
0: is a bus conductor. Yeah, yeah lovely. Reg Weaver. Well, there we go 29 to 32, 20 appearances, eight goals. Uh, what I
1: like about these players is they, they only play for a few games and yet their goal-to-game ratio is, is
2: fantastic. Yeah, Not sign him out, right? mate.
0: Yeah. Right, the last one is Walter. Well, I don't know if it is the last one, actually, but Walter Akers, who was a reserve between 37 and 39. Uh, Jim McCalliog, who you mentioned, played for us between 64 and 65. 12 appearances, three goals, Scottish international. Uh, for Sheffield Wednesday, he did play for yeah, Sheffield. Yeah,
2: he had a brother as well, didn't
0: he? Yeah, uh, but he also won the FA Cup with Southampton. Yes, yes. one of them, wasn't it, with Ozzy? Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. And uh,
1: Rodriguez was the manager was the uh, captain. Captain yeah, so. Peter Rodriguez,
0: Rodriguez. Charlie yeah. Liversey. i I forgot him. Fifty nine to 61, 42 appearances, eighteen goals. And I think that. Is, did, I, did I mention Ray Goddard? I think I did, didn't I? Yeah, there you go. That's it. I thought you did very well, even though we had done it before. So I, I do wonder if you remembered one or two from last time.
1: I did. I remembered um, all of them from last time. <laughs> yeah, well, you, other clearly, than, you clearly did Other didn't. than jilks.
0: You clearly didn't. You remembered all of the currentish ones, though. Yeah, That's, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, fair play to you. Uh, well, there you go. That, that, my friends, is, is about it tonight. Well, I mean, actually, talking of old players, as we kind of have... Uh, do not forget people uh, uh, message public service announcement call it what you will we have got uh, the next Chelsea fancast presents live at the Troubadour Club on Sunday after the Wolves match so 2 o'clock kick off for the Wolves match soon as that finishes get your asses down to the Troubadour Club the doors there will open at 4pm and we will be doing a q a live Q&A with none other than the fantastic Kenny Swain and the absolutely lovely super jock finiston um so a 1970s double header as they would say um they were they were were so i mean you know if you these two boys were absolutely uh, most of the matches then i i wasn't it's a bit before my time i was watching watching it on a sunday and the big match in those days Uh, i shall have to therefore do some research uh, so that i can sound vaguely knowledgeable and intelligent uh jk will have to carry a rather heavy load on sunday i hope he's prepared for that even though i will do my homework um but these things are great uh the tickets are 20 quid plus the booking fee which i think is a couple of quid you can get them from www.ticketweb.uk uh there are a few left um when i say a few i think there's about 10 or 12 tickets left otherwise it will sell out so get on there now don't wait get on there now um and if there are any left on the day OK, I will I will tweet it out or Facebook it out or Instagram it out um, late on Saturday night, early Saturday morning. So, you know, if you kind of say to yourself on the day of the match, well, I wasn't going to go to that, you know, bloody Chelsea fan cast thing. But actually, I'm a bit pissed. We've just won the game. I could do with a few post-match beers in good company. Then uh, if I've got a few... On the door available, I will let you all know and just pop down. They're great fun, they really really are uh it's a It's a very intimate venue, only about fifty sixty people can get in um They're usually really good people, many of whom we know very well, most of us lot will be there so it's a really lovely way to uh have a bit of a post match wind down and a drink, talking to some excellent and knowledgeable gentlemen who who played for the club we all love so get your asses down there right. Uh, We will be back on Monday night. Uh, Well, at least JK and I will. I think we're going to be joined by Mark Meehan. I think he's on the list. 7.30pm, looking back at the match against Villa. No, not Villa. That was last week. Looking back at the match against Wolves. (laughs) Duh. And I know why I got confused because, of course, we'll also be previewing Wednesday night's FA Cup replay against Villa. So there we go. Um, There have been quite a few emails that have come in since the Liverpool defeat, JK. You will not be surprised. So there will be a need for a in-off-the-post show rather soon, I feel. Um, if you want to send us an email uh, about anything you want, really, um, but n- nearly always about Chelsea, the email address is chelseafancast at com, And you can follow the show on all the social media at Chelsea Fancast. Me at Stanford Cheers, Jonathan at Jonathan Kidd, and Clayton at Goalie59. Clayton, delightful to see you. Even more delightful that you remembered this time. <laughs>
2: Yes no. Well, I I did actually remember the last time as well. So um oh, That's yeah. very true. You're, very you're quite true. you're you're quite right and and you should mercilessly mock me until <laughs> until you feel it's no longer relevant. Yeah, no, it's good fun. Very cathartic.
0: Yeah, yeah lovely to see you. Shame shame we won't see you are uh, on at the Troubadour, but uh you know enjoy yourself at King's Meadow afterwards. I will. And uh, I will wave to you uh, from Gate Seventeen on Saturday lunchtime. Cool, Lovely look stuff. forward. To it. If there's time, I might even wander down and say hello and annoy your mates who are trying to sit down. That's fair fun. enough. Uh, J.K. Always a pleasure to see you, my friend. Fantastic fan bite this week. Really enjoyed it. Gave us a real chuckle. Uh, and uh, I'll see see thee on Monday night.
1: Yeah, I see thee then, pal. Thank you. I'll see All you right. then. But as we know, it is easier to be. Um, funnier when the team are awful so uh, yes we uh, up
0: our game when they down tools basically don't we we do yeah it's always always been the way it's the way always. of the fan casts you know it's the it's like the it's the fan cast way like the, the west ham way you know when they're shit <laughs> we're brilliant when they're brilliant we're shit something like that i don't know anyway not for us to judge great to see you both as always lovely to see some people in mixler thank you for listening see you on monday until then keep it blue keep it carefree keep it
2: oh, oh, Chelsea!
0: <laughs> it's the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go